The Present, New York City, December 7th, 2008. It had been a really quiet weekend. Tabby wasn't sure what to make of that, as she and her sister and a friend stood in line to pass through a security checkpoint at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Her sister, Sam, had even gotten off early enough last night to go out to dinner. Tabby couldn't recall the last time the two of them had been able to go out and have a few drinks and a great meal. It made her uneasy. She was waiting for the axe to fall. Something huge was going to happen. She was a rose, and while she didn't have the sight, like her cousin Bree, she could feel the premonition in her bones. It is weird, Sam said, as they filed toward the security inspector. There were only four friggin' pleasure crimes yesterday. Not that I'm complaining, but it was Saturday night. Although they were sisters, they were as different as night and day. Sam was hard and edgy, while Tabby was soft and classic. Two years younger than Tabby, Sam wore short, spiky platinum hair, had an Angelina Jolie body and the face to go with it. Tabby was used to the attention her sister always received. Every male they passed, young or old, gave her a second glance. Male radar gone haywire. Tabby didn't mind. She knew she was conservative and old-fashioned. Although it was Sunday, she wore a wool skirt, a cashmere v-neck, and pearls. She didn't even own a pair of jeans. Sam was being gawked at now. The tall young male turned his gaze to Tabby next, giving her the once-over. Tabby was used to that, too. She was an attractive woman. Her sister simply overshadowed her. There was not one rampage, not in any of the five burrows, Sam said. I mean, it's noon, and I haven't even been called in on a case. Tabby knew that her warrior sister, who was an agent at HCU, was bored. Sam was at her best when she was hunting on the city streets, but the rampages were terrible crimes. Innocent victims were burned, medieval-style, at the stake. As eerie as the sudden decline in violence was, she should not be complaining. Why are you so uptight? I saw who you met up with at Trenza, Kit said to Sam, smiling. She was with young, dark, and hot. Very young, very hot, and very, very good, Sam smiled. I don't know why they never have friends, Kit complained, but she winked at Tabby. She was slim, fair, and dark-haired. Tabby had never seen her wear a stitch of makeup. She didn't have to. Her siren's face and sensuously buff body hid a brilliant intensity and resolve. Like Sam, her first love was the war on evil. She was one of the most serious and determined women Tabby had ever met. But Tabby didn't blame her. Her twin sister had died in Jerusalem in Kit's arms, the victim of demonic violence. Sometimes Tabby thought she might still be mourning Kelly. Kit worked at HCU, too. It was how she'd met Sam. But Sam said, he had a friend. You cut out before you could meet him. Kit shrugged negligently. Had to hit the gym and take care of the bod. Sam snorted. Tabby wasn't sure if Kit was as old-fashioned as she was, or if she was simply too obsessed with work to get involved. But she had known Kit for about a year, and she was pretty certain Kit was as celibate as she was. The joke was a front, and they all knew it. It was okay. They both lived vicariously through Sam. 
a stranger might be appalled by the way Sam used men. But Tabby was proud of her. She was a powerful and gorgeous woman. She was the one to say yes or no. She was the one who did the dumping. Sam would never have her heart broken. She would be spared that. Tabby was relieved when the slight aching in her breast did not suddenly pierce through her heart and soul. The divorce no longer hurt. The betrayals no longer hurt. It was almost two years since she'd learned the extent of her ex-husband's lies and adultery. She'd given him all of her love, and she'd meant every word of their marriage vows. It was the kind of woman she was. He hadn't meant one damned word. She intended to learn from her mistakes. Randall hadn't been the love of her life, after all. He had been a Wall Street investor, a high roller and a player. He'd cheated on her from start to finish, and to make the cliché just perfect, she'd been the last to find out. She was never going near that charismatic macho type again.